That's my safety, sir. This entire mission is a serious misallocation of valuable military resources. Because I was inverted. All right, everyone, the red light is on and we are recording. This is Mark back for another episode of the Veteran Semi-Professional. So today's interview episode where I'm interviewing someone about what are the career options and things you can do for yourself once you're out of the military, once you can put your hands back in your pockets, grow your hair out and start wearing civilian clothes again. Okay. So today's guest is not a, a veteran, but she works in a space that deals with a lot of veterans. Okay. So um, I like bringing on guests that can do things besides just tell you how they, you know, their transition from Marine Corps went. So that's why I'm super pumped to have Katie on the show today. So Katie, if you could just take a minute and just introduce yourself to the audience, that would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. My name is Katie. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for having us on the show today. I am the editorial communications manager at clearancejobs.com. And for those who aren't familiar, Clarence Jobs is an online career marketplace uh, specifically for folks who have active government security clearances. So naturally, that encompasses a ton of veterans coming out of the military. Clarence Jobs loves our transitioning military. We love our veterans. We love our military spouse community. So we work in and around that ecosystem. But I come from I my life formerly was working as a recruiter for the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community as a contractor. So I've been working in and around this space for uh, quite some time. And we're, we're going to get to some of the details later, but uh, part of the emphasis I wanted to get you all on is there's, there's an upcoming event, correct? Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So clearance jobs are one of our main goals is to help folks with government security clearances reach their dream careers. And then on the flip side, help some of these defense contractors and federal agencies working in the space that are looking for cleared talent actually reach that cleared talent, which seems kind of a tough gig to do. So we put on these networking events and right now they're virtual. I know everybody, well, some folks are itching to get back into the in-person events. So those are going to be coming up on our 2022 calendar, but we do have one coming up on November 18th. It is geared specifically towards veterans and military spouses. So it's we're going to be hosting employers that are trying to seek that veteran and military spouse talent because they offer such a diverse perspective when it comes to the workplace. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll definitely dig into some of the details on all all that later and everything. So I guess maybe first, let's say I'm a I'm a veteran, or maybe I'm still in, and you know I'm trying to figure out like what my post you know post military career options are going to be. And I know you know this. There's been a ton of money, time, effort, and resources spent into getting me this this clearance that I have, you know, to do my job in the military. And I know that that is that is valuable, and that I might want to look into the career options that are out that are out there as a civilian while still using my clearance. So if I go to clearance jobs, where do you recommend someone start there when they're, when they're first showing up to figure out, you know, what what possibilities might be out there? Sure. Well. What, the cool thing about Clarence Jobs, the way it operates is as a social networking platform. So we're not a stri- just a strict resume database where employers are just sifting through resumes. So you actually have the opportunity to ask questions of employers, get to know their culture, get to know their positions that they either do have right now in a fully funded capacity or maybe some proposal efforts that they're working on and they uh, they see coming down the pike. But 
the so when you're coming out of the military, I always recommend that folks should really start networking at least six months before they their ETS date. I know that some recruiters are going to say, don't contact me until you're absolutely available for work. But I always recommend that you start that networking phase a little bit beforehand. So a year to six months before your out day. And so the best way is to go to clearancejobs.com. You'll want to verify that you do have an active security clearance You'll, you're going to want to note what level that is. And then we you can search based on a few different parameters. So based on location, you can search for employers. You can take a look at what, uh, it, depending on what your military occupational specialty was in the military, you can take a look at what industries are maybe you can translate your skills to. You can take a look at if you're looking for small biz, a small business feel, if you're looking for more of that enterprise level uh, job security, like with the Lockheed Martins or the Northrop Grumman's. You can also search based on remote work. We do have a ton of remote work uh, in the security clearance field listed on our site, which is super exciting. You can also search. Uh, so basically Boolean, if if that's your searching through those types of um, search strings or search terms, you can you can search that uh-huh. way. But I would just recommend, you know, getting on the site, taking a look at what's available. And, you know, when you're going through the process of figuring out what you want to do after the military, I'm sure that we have a job or an employer that has something available for you. Yeah, super, super cool. One of the things, so a few things I actually want to touch on uh, as you're kind of talking, especially with the the early, the kind of the early networking, especially while you're you're still in and everything, you know, especially with government jobs and contracting jobs, you know, the, the six months out, there probably will be, there could be a little bit slower hiring process. So you may want to start a, a little bit earlier. And especially in like the, the early stages of networking, especially if, you know, you're like six months out from your exit, you know, that the first conversation with someone may not be, you know, Hey, are, are you ready to hire me tomorrow? But it could just be, tell me a little bit about your company. Tell me a little bit about the types of roles that are there. And you start just getting one, you start getting informed and then, you know, that company starts having you in their mind somewhere. So then when you do become available, now that creates an opportunity for them to hire you because they've already had a conversation with you versus you showing up on the doorstep, you know, hat in hand saying, give me a job, please. Sure. Well, when it comes to networking and that passive networking, there are certain sort of rules of engagement as you're working with a recruiter. So you're, you're completely right. Instead of, you know, asking, Hey, what do you have available for me today? It's going to be sort of that slow, like dating, you know, they, they say that, you know, seek job seeking is a lot like dating. So, and, you know, clearance jobs, the very cool thing about sort of our ecosystem that we work in with all of the recruiters that we have engaging on our site, with all the employers that we have that utilize our services with all of the veterans and cleared personnel uh, that use our site. We have over a million uh, registered users that, that network on clearance jobs. And so we also have a ton of advice. We have a ton of stories on our blog. We have, at news.clearancejobs.com, we have contributors that that talk about some of their experiences and job seeking as they're navigating the job seeking process. 
so you don't have to you don't have to make the same mistakes. And so uh, rules of engagement when you are networking, whether that be passively or actively trying to go get a job, uh, there are those rules of engagement, as you alluded to. No, that, that's that, that's super helpful. Thank you for the clarification. Something that someone in the audience might be hearing, kind of having some concerns about right now, you know, especially if you have a if you have a clearance and you're looking to get a clearance job and they hear of going to this site and it's like a social networking tool for people with clearances, you may be hearing like your, your alarm bells may be, maybe ringing off right now of, uh, oh my gosh, is this just like a, a security concern? Am I going to get found out? W- whatever. Uh, can you just talk about like, what are some of the kind of safety protocols that are in place to protect people that, you know, do have clearances and, c- and could become targets? Absolutely. That, that That's a great point. And that's my biggest sell when it comes to clearance jobs. If you have an active security clearance, it is free to make a profile on our site because that sort of security we know is so important to the security clearance holder and to the employers that are seeking this cleared talent. And so when you're networking on some of these other open source platforms, I don't need to name them because everybody knows who they are. You are potentially dealing with adversaries that are masked as recruiters online. You know, hey, I'm seeking someone with a security clearance. You have no idea who this person is, uh, or it could be a bot. And so that's one thing that clearance jobs, we really do pride ourselves on. Uh, When we, you know, were designing clearance jobs, it was founded by uh, Evan Lesser, who is still so integral to the day-to-day of the company. Uh, It was started in response to 9-11. But when designing the site, you know, security was our top priority. Uh, So we only have vetted recruiters that are networking on our site. We only have vetted defense contractors and agencies. So you know that when you're, you know, when you receive a message from a recruiter on clearance jobs, you know that it's an actual recruiter because it is a closed platform in terms of open source and being on the world wide web. Oh, that's that. That's just super helpful because I know as as someone, I think my my clearance is now expired. But when I had one, you had to be you had to be very conscious of stuff like that of you know how you use social media and how you use I mean just the internet in general and like what type of personal information you all you know you put out there. And so it's good to hear that you know for this audience of people, you probably have those types of concerns um, that it very much seems that you know from the the foundation of clearance jobs that you all were making a very deliberate effort to try and address those concerns. So. Uh, as a previous clearance holder myself, you know, I, I appreciate that and thank you. I would love to know too, it can be easy to think, you know, while you're in the military and you have your clearance that, you know, the the availability of jobs for clearances are only in the federal government. Can you kind of talk about like the the breadth of options and opportunities that are out there for someone who has a clearance? Sure. And I know that this is a concern or at least a, a point that comes to some of the younger generations that may be interested in national security careers. You know, I don't I don't want to go into a, a very monotonous, mundane job working in the federal government, working in the same position for 25 to 30 years. That just doesn't seem attractive to, you know, millennials and Gen Z's, Gen Z, the Gen Z population. And so I totally, totally get that. But the thing about the federal government is some of the new, especially some of the newer agencies like the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. That's just one that I, I love very much. It's it's a newer agency out of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, but they are focusing on active shooters. They are focusing 
on uh, other sort of security measures within the U.S. Um, you know, they did a lot with the Boston Marathon. And, you know, there are some agencies that have truly cool missions where you can make a difference. So I, I did want to note that with the federal government. I know it does it doesn't seem like an attractive career option for most, but I would say do your research. But yes, we have so many employers that aren't in the traditional space. For example, uh, AWS, you know, they have sort of a presence both within the, uh, and sorry, just for everyone, AWS is uh, Amazon Web Services for anyone listening. Sorry, I just wanted to jump in there. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they work in both the – they have their toes in the commercial waters, obviously, but they also do some work for the federal government as a contractor. And so we have so many employers like that where – the career opportunities are just endless because it, you can you can maintain that security clearance and then through upward mobility or if you want to to keep your your brain exercised you can you know move around in that capacity so we do have a ton of employers like that who have their toes in both waters and uh, just really I mean we have sixty one thousand jobs listed on our site so opportunities are are endless and I I really do mean that yeah super cool super cool really really appreciate that you know I just had I was taking a class and a couple of weeks ago. And it was all about managing, it was called digital product management. And so it was all about like, how do you kind of design, implement and test software? And so we had someone come in and he'd actually been, he was a, a former JSOC intelligence officer okay. and was now working for AWS and it was like still like maintaining his clearance. So like he was, you know, had maintained that, that, that clearance that you made him very competitive and was kind of still doing something in the intelligence world. Uh, but he was a full fledged civilian and, you know, working for, working for Amazon. And so it's, you know, it's an example of like a huge company that's out there that has these types of services that you may not even know about. Right. Uh, and I know like, you know, Microsoft and some other companies that do big things there as well, but is it, is it just big firms or are there kind of like some smaller shops uh, that you might be able to work with as well? Absolutely. I, I love that question because when I was a recruiter, you know, I I only supported small and mid-sized companies just because that was the type of company culture I was looking for personally. I love to grow teams sort of from from nothing to to potentially something. And so we work with all size businesses. So we do work with the Microsoft and AWS, again, the Lockheed Martins and some of those bigger notable names. But we do also have the smaller shops where if you are looking to grow with a team, that's that's certainly available as well. So we work with all size businesses. That's a great question. That's fantastic. Um, what is specific about the job hunt to someone who has a clearance? Like, is there anything that is, you know, uniquely specific in going into the, the world of, you know, post-military clearance jobs that makes the job hunt maybe a, a little different than maybe a, a traditional job hunt? Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's funny. So we we just put on a the, – the first and I would say the only – uh, security clearance recruiting conference. So it was geared towards, we got a couple hundred recruiters together. Uh, we had a ton of speakers from government. We had a ton of speakers from industry in terms of uh, defense contractors coming to note some of their concerns with filling some of these roles. And it is, it's so interesting with the traditional job hunt, you know, for things like the COVID-19 pandemic, 
some folks were furloughed. It, some industries just were not hiring. And now you see that some industries are having trouble hiring people. The national security world and the world of government security clearances was largely insulated from things like a pandemic. And so as yeah. a job seeker, it Coming from a recruiter, it is so hard to recruit cleared talent because there are, are too many jobs and not enough cleared talent. So really the ball is in the security clearance holders court. And so that's probably the most notable difference between the GovCon industry and everything else outside of it is it's such a buyer's market when it comes to the job seeker. And that's why I have a love-hate relationship with recruiting. And I'm a little bit happy and relieved that I don't do it anymore because it, security clearance holders, the ball really is in their court. Um, when there is, If you're coming out of the military and you have a security clearance, you, I don't think you'll have an issue finding a job, I guess, is the overall story, theme of that story. Well, hey, for for you know a lot of people listening, great great news on your part, right? I mean, <laughs> better be in a buyer's market than a than a seller's market, and you know, good thing to have those kind of options when you're leaving the military and everything. So we're we're winding down to the, just like the last few minutes here, Katie, and I just want to give you another chance to talk about this event that's upcoming on November eighteenth. So I I'm looking at it right now, just going off from twelve to three online, and specifically for veterans and military spouses. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, with our online, our career events right now are completely online. But you know, stay tuned for our 2022 calendar, where we're going to have a ton of uh, in-person events. Uh, I, I hope so. Fingers crossed, this, everyone. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. So th- this just really gives veterans and military spouses. Actually, this is the first time that we're opening it up to military spouses as well. It gives them a chance to chat with representatives from organizations that are seeking that um, that diverse military perspective that that veterans can bring to the table. And then military spouses who obviously through moves and who have served indirectly in the military in some capacity, that diverse perspective that they bring as well. And so uh, we use the Brazen platform, so super user-friendly. It allows you to chat directly with recruiters, ask about their job opportunities, see what they have available, um, talk about what you can bring to the table, and it allows you a space to establish next steps and action items where you can hopefully uh, get your dream job. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to uh, go to... Uh, let's see. It's about dot clearancejobs.com slash candidates slash career dash events. And you can see more about the employers that are that are and I'll name a few here that are that are going to be at this job fair. So we have Lidos, MCOR, Linquest. We have the U.S. Space Command, uh, the, the Cybersecurity and uh, Infrastructure Security Agency. Altima. So we have some really great both federal agencies and defense contractors that are looking for talent. Um, so again, just a really great opportunity, especially for the month of November at Clarence Jobs. We try to run a month-long campaign every November and May. I think May is Military Family Month. And then, of course, for November, Veterans Day and Military Appreciation Month. Uh, we really try to show our love to our veterans and mill spouse communities. So I encourage everyone to go learn more information and sign up so you can start networking with these great employers. 
And everyone, don't worry if, if you didn't catch the the whole uh, URL there. It'll definitely be in the show notes, and it'll be coming out. Uh, you'll probably you'll be able to find it in my my LinkedIn bio on the show notes in the newsletter. Uh, I'll make sure to put that out in as many places as possible, so you can you can sign up for this. So don't worry if you didn't you know write that all down and you're ready to work. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and talking about clearance jobs today. Re- really appreciate your time. And so in a in a minute, I'm going to pass back over you. Just provide any you know last parting thoughts to a crowd of people you're thinking about like what to do with themselves after the military. But uh, before I do, there's a question I always ask my guests. And so normally, you know, if, if I'm talking to a vet, I ask them, like what their favorite chow hall is, but mm-hmm. in lieu, what is your favorite and or least favorite airport to fly through? Oh. <laughs> uh, so I would have to say Dulles. I, I used to love Atlanta and that, Anyway, Dulles is large. It's long. If you have to get from one area of the airport to the other, you may be SOL. Uh, so Dulles yeah. is my least favorite. I I, I get that. I very, I very much get that. Yeah. Dulles is a, a cumbersome airport to get through sometimes. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Just want to pass it back over to you. Just provide any parting thoughts to the crowd as they're trying to think about, you know, what are the options ahead of them in the, in the post-military life? And specifically, you know, if they're, if they are a clearance holder, um, how they might think about using that in their, in their post-military career. Sure. I, when, I, one thing I love about the, the government contracting industry is it really allowed me a chance to start working with veterans and transitioning military and sort of coach them through this, job seeking process that seems to be so daunting. I know there are a ton there's a ton of noise to sift through. There are a ton of online resources. It seems like overkill. But really you just need to think about, you know, the three to five things that are important to you in a post-military career and just really hone in on those. Build your your network of of trusted allies and really rely on them. And it doesn't have to be a big network. It can be three to five mentors. Three to five is clearly my favorite number. But, you know, think of those things that are three to five things that are important to you. Gain those mentors, the three to five mentors that can help you throughout the process and really rely on them. And and you'll do just fine. And for anyone listening, I'm happy to be a resource. And so is Clarence Jobs. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Well, thank you so much. Some great pieces of advice in there. Uh, Katie, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate your time this afternoon and uh, looking forward to you know seeing some of you reach out to clearance jobs and see what kind of opportunities are out there. So thanks for coming on. Uh, enjoy your afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? All right. Thanks, Mark.